Uh, I tell you, things, things really do change a lot, don't they, when we look around. And uh, I was sitting there thinking about all the different things, you know, things that you thought would never change, they do, right? Uh, things that you thought were so important one day, maybe they're not as important as you get a little bit older. But nevertheless, all things change, it seems like. But aren't you glad that God doesn't change? So you know right where he's coming from. All you got to do is open his love letter to you. See, that's why I always say, bring your Bibles. But if you don't, we got it up here. But if God chooses to speak to you uh, through his word, and he does, amen, uh, you can dial right in on it. So I thought about all the different things that change, right? Hairdos, except mine. I had this since 1975, baby. That's it, right? All types of things, right? Waistlines. I have not had this since 1975. <laughs> this is like three of what I had in 75. But, you know, all those different things, and I thought, man, you think about it, remember when we were coming along, Larry, you probably remember this, all the cars were jacked up, right? Back like that, now they're all low. All the trucks were real big, like Gracie's. And then some people got them real low, right? But uh, so all these things change and stuff. And so I want to go into what, what we have here. Mark uh, 8.36 says this, What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? See, a lot of times we're chasing this stuff. Amen. Right? So I started thinking about that, man. You know, we, we like surprises. We like working hard. We like to see what's going on. Everybody say, oh, my gosh, what is he going to do now? Yes. What has he got behind the pulpit? Let's just take a look. Oh, yeah, and hats, too. Right? Remember? He's had a hat down like that. It's me, it's me, it's Ernest T. And I really think my dad started this one. Right? All back like that. He was a fashion setter right there. And then you don't know if they're coming or going. Right? They're ready to roll, right? Oh, wait a minute. Now then, that's it. I got it down. So what else do we got? Man, I got all types of good stuff here. So we like surprises sometimes, right? Everybody says, I don't know. Does that, do I have to participate? I got to dig in here. Have Mr. Niece on a shopping spree yesterday, boy. Oh, yeah. So we like surprises, right? Y'all know what this is? For y'all listening to Penny Anybody got a big stick? We ain't going to do that anymore. I was thinking about it, my wife said, you would not use a big stick in here. <laughs> so I need some help. Faith, can you help me out here? Tim, can we kind of just block that off a little bit? I get shy. Imagine that. All right. Well, yeah, you know what? You can help too if you want. Bro, do you want to help me out? See, we, you know, sometimes we think, man, I've worked so hard or whatever the case is, and we see this thing, and we say, man, it's, it's got to be something cool in there, right? Can you pull one of those, babe? Just pull one. Oh, come on, pull another Come on, help me out, man. Come on up here. Pull, can you pull on this? I know you're a baseball man. You probably snatch them all loose. Oh, yeah. We'll pull it again. There's got to be something good in there, right? Pull it again. Come on. Pull it. Pull it. Woo! Pull it. <laughs> we should be filming this. This is going to hit me. Come on, man. These things. Uh-oh. What's in there? What's in there? Mama, what happened to this thing? <laughs> but sometimes what happens is, that's why I wanted to buy the small boxes. <laughs> sometimes it's a bunch of duds. So y'all listen, we got some milk duds. You want to share them? I'll sit with you after. I'll sit with you on the way home, all right? How about that? Anybody else? I, you know what? I know who I'm going to, I know who. My goodness. I'm glad, I'm glad you were smiling over there. But what do y'all think about that cupcake? I'm going to fill it back up with something there. But the whole point is this. A lot of times we see things and we say, man, that's what I want. That's it. It's going to be good. It's going to be all right. And we get in there. Sometimes we just pull a string at a time, right? Sometimes we give it all. I want it all. I want it now. You know? 
But a lot of times when we, when we get things open, it's just like this pinata. Sometimes maybe it's just empty or hollow, right? Or sometimes what we see in there is, is, is just a bunch of duds, a bunch of stuff. So, you know, we want to focus on what really is important. You know, that's what I was saying to the Lord. I said, Lord, what are we going to preach on this week? What are we going to preach on this week? What really matters right now for your church? What really matters, you know? And we've got some foundational things we know matters. Jesus matters, amen? But, you know, I want to encourage us each time we get together. So I was thinking about that. And, and you know, we take a lot of stuff for granted, don't we? I'm the only one that does, right? Okay, I was just wondering if y'all was still with me, right? Oh, you know, sometimes we take a lot of stuff for granted sometimes. And, uh, and I think, you know, man, ever since I was little, I used to do this. I don't know if it was a good thing or not, but I used to do this. When I got at the end of my day and I got in bed, and when I would say my prayers, but I would think about the day. I would just play, replay, play, replay. Because I didn't want that day to get away without making a difference. If I lose a day... Man, it's, it's not good, you know, if I'm, I don't feel good, I'm sick or something like that, or tired out, I go, man, I just feel like I missed the whole day. Y'all ever feel like that? Because each hour is a precious gift, each minute, each second. And I know you guys know I'm like the ever-ready bunny there. You know, sometimes they like, pull the plug on that guy, you know? But it's just because I'm excited about what God's doing. And, and I'm so thankful for what God's allowed us to do, you know, here in the ministry, but everywhere. And, you know, a lot of times, like I said, we do take things. For granted, And, you know, I was talking to my bud this week, and I saw him what the Lord was laying on, on my, my heart. And he said, you know, we were talking about the weather and stuff, talking about different things. You know, people have been through a lot of tragedy. And he had sent me a, sent me a picture, and, and I didn't put it in the slide. I wish I did now. But it just had all this stuff from a lot of people had went through storms and tragedy and stuff. And it says, so what did it say, Jake? It's all stuff. It's just only stuff. It's only stuff. Now, you know what? At the end of the day, you know, I've, I've been in ministry about 15 years, and, and we see a lot of different things. I've never had somebody on their deathbed say, Pastor Buddy, can you go get my trophies? Pastor Buddy, could you, could you bring my Mercedes and bend around with the wide tires and all, or whatever? I'm not saying stuff's bad. I'm saying just put it in a proper perspective. You know, who got you the stuff? Well, I worked hard. Who got you out of bed? God. So it's all about getting all that in the proper perspective, but you know, so we want to glorify God. That's when we come in here and we play uh, the music, man. We want our hearts focused on that of what Jesus did, amen? And it, I just can't say enough about that. But so many times when I talk to people, they're in this stuff collecting business. I was talking to a guy the other day and I said, have you ever remembered a time when there was so many uh, storage places? You know, when I was coming up, there wasn't storage places. You didn't have nothing to store hardly, you know? So you're looking around and stuff, and now you've got all types of stores places. And you know they're doing good because they got all the lights on the places, and they got alarms and all this stuff. Why is it only in America you can pay $350 a month to store $50 worth of junk? It's pretty crazy, isn't it? I mean, I got to, oh, man. You know, we just put all that stuff in there. Now, not all the cases, but a lot of times. Because I got a garage, amen? And, and I got about this much real estate in my garage. I got stuff. Thomas, when you leave home, honey, whenever it is, I'm going to pack from, from the kindergarten to when you graduate, you can take it. Denise has got every little thing. I said, it got wet. It's okay. It smells. It went through Isabel, baby. You know, we don't need to spray it down. That's his. And, you know, it's funny. We hold on to those things sometimes. And, you know, they do have some, some meaning and memories. I'm not saying nothing about that. But I'm saying a lot of things that we really hold on to, you know what, we could probably turn loose of it. You know, some forgiveness could come in there, right? Some freedom, some grace, amen? So I was thinking about that. And, and you know, the Lord has just put a urgency in my life to share the word of God. Because why? 
Because you know what? Go back to this. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? I don't see nobody forfeit their soul. I don't want to see anybody get there and say, nobody told me. They say, well, I put that loud mouth preacher guy over there because and he was telling you, you know. But you know, a lot of times, how many times do we need to hear it before we receive it? Amen. A lot of times we hear things a lot. Perfect example. You know why they got so many commercials on the same things? Because they know you're not going to get out of the chair on the first time and buy that weed eater. Me, I'm not going to buy a weed eater at all. They can play it all night. But see, they, they keep going over and over. Sometimes it's good for us to go back to the basics. Sometimes it's good for us to, to, to know where we came from, right? It's good to know where you came from, but you don't have to live there. But see, that's what I want you to know where we are now. We're under a new covenant through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. How many know that's a good deal, right? That the gospel is a good deal. Well, that's really good. So we talked about surprises. We talked about some things are melt done. Well, I tell you what, the word of God is everything and more. Amen. But we did talk about this. If you got your, if you got your stuff there today, we're going to start out on our handouts. We've got receive the gift. And I made a typo. It should be live the gift and then share the gift. And then we're going to go down to what really matters. Okay. So feel free to write some notes in there. I believe the Lord's going to speak to us in this. So life in Christ is a gift from God. Amen. Can I get an amen on that? Amen. So, what do we have with that gift? Let's, let's kind of talk about that gift a little bit. So, we have access to God's grace. And I love to give you those word anchors. If you take a note, put these, put these uh, points in there, right? And, and underline them in your Bible. I had, a, I had a pleasure of going to visit one of my friends the other day. Spent a little time with his mother, wonderful lady. And you know what? What really blessed my heart was. See, I went over to be a blessing, but I ended up getting blessed. Because she was, she was ready. She had her Bible out. She had everything there. And I said, can I look in your Bible? She had it all underlined. I said, man, this is good. So I was blessed, right? I went to be a blessing, went for the right reasons, right? And I got blessed in the process. You know that happens all the time, right? Not just to me. I'm talking about to all of us. It's about our motivation, amen? So we want to be a mirror of Christ. Well, let's talk about receiving the gift. So we have access to God's grace. How many know grace is a good thing? Yeah, yes, Yes, hand, leg, everything else. I say it a lot of times this way. I read this one time, never forget it. G-R-A-C-E, God's riches at Christ's expense. He paid the price, amen. So do we earn grace? Nope. It wouldn't be grace, then it'd be a wage, right? And the wages of one, sin is death. I want free gift of God through grace, right? So it goes on to say, says for by grace you're saved through faith. And not that of yourself, it is a gift from God. And then actually I pulled it in uh, verse 18. For through him we have access to the Father. Now have y'all ever been to a concert or somewhere and you got a long line? And you see somebody come up and they just go like this and they go, Oh, yeah, come on over here. You get to walk all over there. Backstage, whatever the case is. You go, oh my gosh, how did they get access and I didn't? We all have access to the throne room. To our Heavenly Father through the shed blood of Jesus Christ when we... Ask him for forgiveness of our sin. Amen. Y'all with me on that? So we got total access to God. You know, what's that thing that you say? Who's your daddy? God. You know, so even though my resources and my works and my, every time I put me to it, I see it can. I fall short, but God can. Amen. So I say this a lot of times. People say, buddy, if you die today, you know you go to heaven. Absolutely. Why? Oh, you're a nice guy. You're a preacher guy, right? That's true that I'm a preacher guy, but you know what? I'm not perfect. God's perfect. His sacrifice is perfect. And the only way I'm going to heaven, just like anybody else, is putting our faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We give him glory for that. So while we're here, he's still looking out for us. Amen. 
We are adopted by God. Ephesians 1, 5 says this. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. See, how did he do it? Through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. How many know God's got a master plan? Amen? He has got the master plan. So it's all about him. You know, we think about this. We've got position in Christ. You know, his finished work, his sacrifice, his grace, his mercy. Who's it all about? Him. Why do we try to make it about us? It's about him. So we are now when we receive the Lord Jesus Christ, right? We are in the family of God. Right? Come on, somebody. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready to hear y'all. Get this thing pumped up. Everybody needs a cheerleader. You know I say that. Amen. Let's do it. So, you know what? According to his good pleasure, his will, and, and I love this, man. God's plan is perfect. It doesn't waver. Remember I said things change all the time? God doesn't. Aren't you glad God doesn't change? Amen. So we go on through here. God decided to save us through Jesus Christ. You know, we look in the scriptures and the New Testament talked about it. It, said it was the foolishness of the cross. See, people can't get that around their mind. They go, well, no, surely that doesn't make any sense. But it was God's good pleasure to save us that way. It's all his plan from beginning to the end. And I love that. Well, let's take a look at this. So we're adopted. Say, I'm adopted if I know Jesus. I'm adopted. I have access. I have access. All right. All right. More coffee, please. All right. We are accepted in the beloved. Ephesians 1, 6 says this. To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved. Who's the beloved? Jesus Christ. We're accepted in Christ. See, a lot of times we walk around and we're in crisis, but we got to realize we're in Christ because of what he did. Amen. It's the gift. Have you received it? Very good. Well, let's keep on going. It just keeps better. It gets better and better and better. Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. All right. Well, guess what else he does? We get an inheritance, right? Furthermore, because we are united with Christ. I'm going to pull this back out. Look, I'm going to read through it and then we're going to go back into it. Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received the inheritance from God for he chose us in advance. And he makes everything work out according to his plan. When I was working on that last night, you know, on, on Saturdays, I'd go back and just say, man, Lord, just show me even more. We said it's all about him, right? Now, let's, uh, how many times in this line, and this, this one scripture, does it talk about him? All right, let's go back through it. Furthermore, because we are united with who? Christ, that's one. We have received an inheritance from who? God, that's two. For he, that's three, chose us in advance, and he makes, that's four, Everything works together according to his plan. Five times in that line, it's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Jesus is perfect theology. He don't change. Amen. Well, let's keep on rolling. That was Ephesians 1.11 for you guys listening. Tim, I've done broke my, my doohickey here. There we go. All right, here we go. I love this. Ready? We're reconciled. Reconciled to God. Romans 5.10 says this, all right? And we're going to break it out. It says, for if we, for if while we were uh, God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more having been reconciled shall we be saved through his life? Now that says, man, that's kind of tongue-tied thing here. What does that mean? What does that mean? Think about this. Look at this. I looked up the word reconcile. Now we think we know what that is. I thought I knew what it was. But when I see it broken out, I go, man, that's powerful. Take a look at this. Reconcile means to bring into agreement or harmony. We have perfect harmony with God because of what Jesus Christ did. See, if we're singing and somebody's out of key, say, God, and y'all be going, my gosh, we need to pray for the praise team. Please do that anyway. But I'm just saying, that harmony, we're, we're on one, one accord, right? It flows. 
That's what we have through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. So it also means this. Make compatible or consistent. Man, that's powerful stuff. To reconcile different, different in statements. To reconcile accounts. You ever think about that? When you, you pay for this and you get all the debts and you reconcile your checkbook and things like that and everything is whew, just like so. That's what he did with our sin debt. We had a debt that we couldn't pay. And God said, I'm going to pay a debt for you that, you, that, that I don't owe, but I love you that much. Reconcile. Man, that's good news, right? Good news. And we think about that, and the last part it says, to restore. Place back in. Make new. Fix. God did not do a patch job on your life, amen? He didn't, he didn't come in and just kind of just, well, you see what's going on. The old covenant talked about the blood that was shed, right? Once a year, go back into to, uh, the Old Testament there. They'd have a guy go once a year, the high priest, into the tent of meeting, and they would bring the sacrifices of, of bulls and lambs, and, and so the, the animal sacrifice to cover our sin. But we're under a new and better covenant. That's what it says in Hebrews, right? Purges all the way. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. You say, why do you get so excited? Because I've been set free. Amen. Now, set free to do anything I want? No. Thank you very much. If you listen to all the tapes I put on, I usually say that at least once a week. Now, to freely serve God. You know, he did the work. He took care of us. All right. Well, let's keep on rolling. Let's, oh, I had something on my hand that I wanted to share. I said, be sure you look at that. So we have, if we look back, we have access. We've been adopted, accepted, have an inheritance, been reconciled. In agreement with God, we have harmony and peace. See, that's why it's nice to sing and praise the Lord. When we realize what we've been saved from, then we start walking to what we call to, amen? Can you really think about it? Think about it in your mind. Hell. We've been rescued from hell. Now, if you look through the Bible and start reading on that, you probably won't finish much. You say, I don't want to hear about that. Well, you know, sometimes it's good to hear about that so you know how much God loves you. Amen? That's, it's, it's good to know that. So this is what we want to do. We want amen. We want to keep on rolling because we have excess access to God. When we blow it, we say, God, help me with this thing. Let's keep on walking. God says, I got you. Let's keep on rolling and let's do a mighty work in our life. Well, that's we receive Christ. All right, if you're here today and you've never received Jesus Christ, I pray that before you leave here today, you know what it takes to have a personal relationship with Christ. The Bible tells us if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in the heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And we're going to give you opportunity to do that today. And when I say give you opportunity to do that, it's, we're just saying we want to come along, Sadie, and make sure you understand what the Bible says about receiving Christ. Amen. Because Jesus did the work. Amen. He did the hard part. Now, what do we do? We want to live for God, right? All right. Let's take a look at this. As I was praying about this, the Lord just showed me whatever fills us, controls us. So if you're not filling up on the word, and you're filling up on the world, guess what? Guess what you're going to look like? You're going to look like the world, right? Amen. Amen. So what else? What are, are we taking time with God, spending time with God? Amen. There you go. There's some, there's some early churchgoers there from KTP. That's, that's the sign. So many times we fill up on the negative. And we wonder why nobody wants to hang out with us. Why all this is happening, all this is going on. You know, sometimes, I'm not saying that when, when something, tragedy hits, that we're going to be smiling, we're jumping up and down, doing a backflip. Back I'm saying that, you know, because of who we are in Christ, that we have hope, that we have forgiveness, 
that we have grace, that we have mercy, and the list goes on and on and on. We have victory in Christ. But you know, sometimes we just need to hear that. We need to read that. That's why I said, man, the Bible tells us in uh, Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So we need to be listening to the word of God, reading the word of God. So the question is, what are you filling up on? You know, what are we filling up on? If we're drinking the views and customs and values of the world, our actions will follow. We talk about that a lot. So often, man, we go, man, what is going on here? And sometimes that's just like I said, when I'm, when I'm at night, when I'm laid back and I'm thinking about stuff, I go, man, Lord, I really missed the mark on that. Help me to do better with that. Help me to, help me to work in this in your strength. Amen. Well, look at this. I got a story for you coming up here and they don't even know what's going to hit them. Is the character of Christ evident in your life? Oh, this is good. This is good. How many know I love to ride my motorcycle? Yes. How many know a lot of people don't recognize me when I'm on my motorcycle? Yeah, yeah, they don't. So I went to my mama's house and I rode over there. And when I, right when I get on Seward Drive, man, my bike is so loud, her little dog starts going, she said, I knew you were coming, honey, all the way from Woodland. You know? So I leave and I come back and I'm going back to, to work and pull up at the stop sign, I mean at the, at the stoplight. And I see a familiar car in front of me. And I look and I go, beep, beep. And I see the lady in the car going, who is this weirdo? This is what I'm thinking, right? That probably wasn't exactly what she was saying. She has no idea I'm talking about her right now because she's going to get some people. She don't. She had no idea. Hi. I was talking. <laughs> so somebody is somebody is sitting in their car, right? And I beep and they look in their mirror and they go, who is this on their bike? And then I see a little hand pop up. One that looks just like that little head. And they go, I don't know who is that. So I go, but, but you know what they did? They went, they just give me one of these, I don't want you to shoot me or not, 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 I just, hi, I'm good. And so I pull up beside them and I go, bah, bah, and I wait a minute and I can see them out and go, it's Pastor Buddy. <laughs> so later she was joking about it. She read it on Facebook. She said, I was going today and a guy pulled up behind me on a motorcycle and I waved and I was like, who is this guy? And so I waited, and it was our pastor. He loves to ride that motorcycle, right? And somebody wrote down there, aren't you glad you responded well? <laughs> amen? <laughs> and we all say amen, right? Because, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's funny. See, before I got my Harley, I had, like, that little scooter, and I would wave to people, and they always told me, I'm just number one, man. <laughs> You're number one. I'm like, where did they go to church at? You know? So it's funny. But so we don't always respond like we should, right? But you know what? That should just be right there. Now, every time a motorcycle pulls up, y'all going to be going, hey, how you doing? Praise the Lord. No. But you know, I go back to what we have. Is the character of Christ evident in your life? Do people know that you're walking with God? So many times do we really mirror that in what God's doing in our life? Because what really matters? We want to be a good representative of Christ. Amen? And sometimes we fall. So guess what? Get back in the game and thank God for his grace and mercy. Let's keep on walking. Amen? Well, are you living out of the abundance of God's promises? Now, I want you all to listen real close. That does not mean I didn't ask you that a cloud come over your house and $50 bills start raining on your, on your house. I didn't ask you that. I was, are we living out of the abundance of what, what God's doing? Remember, I'm talking about from the last slide, from the access of God's grace. Are we living out of that? Are we, are we living out as a child of God, as his beloved, accepted, heirs to Christ, living in the freedom and peace, knowing we have been reconciled with Christ, Made right, start to finish by the sacrifice of, of Jesus Christ. Are we living out of that? 
Those are some of the promises. I don't have enough paper. There's never been enough paper printed that we could write down all the promises of God, all the amazing things that God has for us. It just unpacks and unfolds. But so I'm asking, are we living out of that abundance of God's promises? Well, you know, if we were truthful, we'd probably say sometimes and sometimes not. What I hope you hear today is this. In the midst of those trying times, and I've had some and I've still got some, are we living out of that? I tell you what I do. This is what God showed me. What I usually do is I, I look around and I find somebody else that I can help out. And when I get my eyes off of my problem and I, I'm able to help somebody else, God is so gracious. He starts working through us, working this way, that God's doing a work in us. Amen? God starts doing a work in us. So I'm not sitting there, play, replay, play, replay, play, replay, play, replay. You know, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? You know what? It's easy to do that. And I say that. And I still do play, play, replay, play, replay. And I know what I'm sharing right here. But when God nudges me and I start walking, sometimes I don't jump up. Well, man, I feel terrible. Let's go help somebody. You know, I'm going, I want my mom. You know, Lord, help me. What's going on? Whatever the case is. But you know what I've found over and over and over? If I could just get back into the Word, get that life support, right? Get going in. Get around my brothers and sisters in Christ. And they say, hey, you know what? We're going to make it. But what about this? But what about this? And they go, what about God? And I go, yeah. See, we, can, we inch him out of the equation. And so we let the problem get bigger than the problem solvers. You know? I, you know, I love the story talking about Peter walking on water. What happened? He jumps out. He says, well, I, I, I probably preach this once a week. I, I can't help it. I love that. And I was over uh, with, with Sonny and Debbie Inslee yesterday and watching some of the boats and stuff and being a part of that. Man, they do awesome work over there. And I look at that and I thought, man... God told Peter, come on and walk on the water. And he did. But then he got all caught up with everything else. And I love what I love about that story is God didn't stop the storm when they were out there. He held them. He walked them back in the boat. And then the storm stopped. So what I'm telling you from that right there is that abundant living doesn't mean the storm just stops. You walk out and say, everything's wrong. Click. God's perfecting things in our life. God's showing us things in our life. He's helping us to trust even greater in him. And he comes through with that. Amen? That's the power of God. So, if we're not doing that, why not? Here may be a few things maybe why we don't. All right? Because a lot of times we look we just doubt his word. Because why? We go by feeling and not by faith. Anybody guilty? I am. Sometimes I go, I just don't, I don't feel like it's happening. That doesn't change the truth of God's word. Right? So I need to align my life with that and trust God. So I have to say, where is my focus? Is my focus on, man, but this is happening, this is going on, this is happening, this is going on. Or do I say, Lord, you know this is happening, this is going on. And you know what's going on, the outcome. But I'm going to tell you what, I know I got access to you. I know I got an inheritance in you. I know that you love me even when I am unlovable. When I don't even like myself. Y'all ever get like that? Yeah. Sometimes you go, oh man, that is not pretty. But thank the Lord that when he looks at me and you, he doesn't see all that. He sees the shed blood of Jesus Christ. See, that's a good word right there. That, that's why I said, man, let's praise the Lord. Let's praise the Lord. You know, the songs of the Lord's given us. And, and the first song was a song that we wrote a while back at the feet of the Father. God gave me that song, man, when I was dead, dead, sick. Didn't know what was going on. Had my brain wired up. Said, man, I don't know why you, are you having seizures? Are you having this? What's going on? Am I going to be able to drive? Am I going to be able to keep a job? Man, looping, looping, looping. And I was like, what's going on? What's going on? Finally, I got to the point. I said, oh, you know what's going on. 
I don't. I'm going to lay there at the feet of the cross. Did it? everything just stop like that? No. But I tell you what, every day got better. And I'm here to tell you God's good. Amen. And you know what? They never did figure out what was going on. And I don't care. Because you know what? I've been restored. Amen. And I'm going to tell everybody what happened. Jesus is still in the healing business. Jesus is still on our side. Amen. And that's what I'm here to tell you today. So I want to live that gift. He didn't, just, he didn't just prop me back up so I could just sit around and go, oh, yeah, I'm good now. See, I, I, I was thinking when I, I felt so bad, so bad, I thought, man, if I could just get through lunchtime. If I can make it through lunchtime, I'll be all right. See, I can take it in baby steps. Man, if I can just wake it till quitting time. I can just make it till quitting time. I'll be all right. i have another day under my belt. Had I not been feeding on the word of God, I could have gave up. I could have just said, man, this thing is just way too big. See, a lot of people just say, man, I didn't know you were going through that. Well, a lot of times people don't put it on the internet. Everybody, I don't put everything on Facebook, amen, <laughs> you know? But God was working that out, you know? A lot of people really don't care what you had for dinner three weeks ago, you know? But if you want to put it on there, it's okay. But don't get mad if they tell you you should do something about it. Say, well, you should have added more salt. I can't believe that. Well, don't tell them, you know? That's just a side note. What I want you to hear is this. When we continue to walk with God, God continues to show us what he, he wants to adjust in our life. That grace keeps flowing. The blood of Christ is perfect. Somebody say perfect. 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 Amen. He's sitting on the right hand side of God interceding for me and you. That's why I get excited. You say, oh man, what about this? What about that? I got to go back to this. What really matters? What really matters is Jesus Christ. Amen. And I want to live for him. Do you miss the mark? Yes. Do you get back in the game? Yes. But God's good all the time. Well, let's keep on rolling here. Why not? Because sometimes we go by feeling and not by faith. So we just need to trust him, amen? We just need to trust him. There is no way with this peanut brain of mine that I can understand everything about God. But what I do know is this. He's good. And everything I see, I say, you know what? If I just trust him with that, that's enough. He said, oh, you can trust me with all of it. See, that's the problem. That's the problem sometimes. Remember sometimes way back we had a thing about worrying things. And I can worry. I come from a long line of worriers. And we had everybody had just a little note card. And they could write it down or they could just fold it up and just think about what that thing is. Or the things that you worry about. And we came on up here and we had just a big old white trash bag. And we put it up here representing, you know what? The finished work of the cross. But also in that skit that we did. Miss Tiny was helping me out. And the way that skit started out. We had all this, this sin that we carry around, all these shortcomings that we carry around. And say, okay, Lord, we'll give it to you. And then we get ready to walk out of here, and we pick it back up. Don't pick it back up. He paid way too high a price for you to pick it back up. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Let's keep living it for him. So we're going to keep trusting. So, does the way, this, I want you to, this is a little challenge, right? Does the way you live the gift of Christ motivate others to draw near him? I want you to think about that for a second. Does it motivate others to draw near to him? Probably the answer would be some days, right? But that's all right. Let's make it every day. That's our, but we can't do it in our power. We've got to do it in his power. Amen? It's about the spirit of the Lord helping us walk it out. Very good, very good. So what do we do with that? We need to share the gift. So what do we got? We receive the gift. We live the gift. Then we want to share the gift. Let's keep on rolling. So how do we do that? We need to tell others, Right? Why wouldn't we tell others? If you think about how good it is. How good is it? It's so good. Consider what's at stake when we think about heaven and hell for eternity. See, if somebody doesn't receive Jesus Christ, they reject the only way out of hell, guess what? That's where they are. 
And we try to tell them. We try to show them. We don't try to beat it into them. We try to love them. We try to show them and be a mirror of Christ. And, and that's why, you know what, that acceptance thing, it's great to be accepted. I pray when you came in here today, you felt accepted right where you are. That's right where you are. Okay? Because that's God's stuff there. So we need to tell others. Because you know what? We want them to have the same gift that we do through the Lord Jesus Christ. It's for everybody. But not everybody will receive it. Amen? I didn't say, listen to what I said. Everybody doesn't receive that because they reject it. But he didn't say it for everybody. I didn't say everybody's going to heaven. I'm saying those that call on the name of the Lord for, for the forgiveness of their sin. Everybody with me, right? All right. Well, we want to pray for others. How many need prayer? Let me do this again. Yes. We all need prayer, right? And you might be surprised what God's doing in you while he's working through you. I know I hit that a little while ago, but I think it's said better that way. You know, have you ever been praying for somebody and God starts revealing things that maybe you can do to help them? Or maybe things that you can do or adjust in your life so that God will be glorified? Prayer is, is a blessing, man. But when we run from God, we mess up that we get like static on the radio, right? He doesn't stop being your dad. But you know what? Just like with your children. They're still your children. But you know what? Sometimes you, they're not listening. They're not listening. So you just keep walking with them. You keep loving them. And they'll come on back. That's our prayer. We love them back. Into the fold. Amen. So serving others. We can serve others. How many people like to serve? Yeah. It's nice. It is. And you know what? When we serve with the right motive and the right heart, it's a blessing for everybody. If we come in and say we're going to serve and, and we go, oh, I got, I got a stack 964 chairs. You know, and I come back and I got a stack. I only got 963. Praise the Lord. You know. Are we, what's going on there? Are we excited about it or what? You know, you don't think about, man, I'm strong enough to do that. Man, God gave me a gift as a stair tracker. I just said it wrong. A stair tracker. Did I say it wrong again? That's the one I wanted. There you go. I even was, what he said. <laughs> That's it. But so whatever your gift is, run with it. Run with it. Do it in the mighty name of Jesus. Even if you can't speak it right, just do it with your right heart. Yes, indeed. Did I say pray for others? There you go. You pray for me. There we go. Love others. See, sometimes it's easier to point out things in somebody else's life. You know, it's easier to tell others. I wasn't talking about tell on others. I was talking about tell others about the goodness of Jesus Christ. Amen. But you know what? Is it hard to love others? Some, sometimes it is, isn't it? You know, but that's why we need the eyes of Christ. And as we go and we grow and we think about what really matters, right? Think about what God rescued you from. Think about what God did for you. And I tell you what, it's a little bit easier to love them. And once we start that, God keeps flowing through us. Flowing through us, the Spirit of God working in us and making a difference. See, that's the whole thing. That selfishness starts getting lower and lower and lower and lower and lower. And the confidence of Christ starts flowing through you to impact other lives in a positive way. Amen. I know we got some school teachers. I know I'm married to one, right? What else? We got another one back there, some other ones. And there's a lot of, maybe not school teachers, but a lot of people doing a lot of different things, helping and teaching, grandparents. So this is to everybody. God bless you, man. You know, that's a tough, that's a tough job. Working with others is a tough job sometimes. But you might be the only Jesus they see. You might be the only Bible that they see, amen? So you know what? Ask the Lord, he say, Lord, give me opportunities to serve you well. Lord, help me to walk you know, walk this thing out so I'm a good mirror of Christ. And when I mess up, man, let's turn back again and say, Lord, help me with this thing. 
Because you know what we all do. But God says, you know what, I love you so much, I'm going to pick you back up and keep on going. Amen? That's amazing love of God. So, look at this. The Lord was showing me this uh, when I started talking about love. I said, how do I say that? How do I say that? And this is what he gave me. Look past the problems until you see the prize. I said, that's good. I'll write that down. What do you mean? Look past the problems until you see the prize. See, God's about pulling the gold out. God said, you know what? There's something you could do. There's something she could do like nobody else. Something else right there. All the time we're looking. Yes, and a guy does look like Thomas, doesn't he? I'm saying, yes. But you know what? So many times, so many times we need to look past the problem and look to what God's doing, the treasure in that. Look to the prize. So many times when I talk to people, they feel, I feel so unworthy. I feel like I don't measure up. I wonder what the neighbors are going to say. I wonder what, I, you know what? What's God saying? He says, I love you. God says, I love you right where you are. But he loves you so much he refuses to leave you. He wants to bring you along for the ride, see? He wants to train you. He wants to work in your life. He wants to walk with you. He wants to talk with you. He wants to mold you into everything that he says you can be, amen? That's what we want to get. So think about this, man. How he loves you, pass it on. The way that he loves you, can you pass it on? Well, you know what? That's what we're going to try to do. That's what we're going to work on. That's what we're going to do. So how do we do that? Less of us, more him, right? And that's what they start to see. Well, I tell you, I got a couple of more things here on my slide. Now, this slide that I got on what really matters is not exhausted by any means, but we're going to do a little review, all right? So we talked about receiving the gift, live the gift, share the gift, amen? So we got it down. What's the greatest gift? Jesus, amen. Jesus is the greatest gift. And you know, a gift really can't be experienced if it's not open, can it? I could tell you about it all day long. I can tell I got this new fishing rod and this and that, or I got this new whatever, fill in the blank. But till you check it out and experience for yourself, you probably don't get the fullness of it, right? I pray that you check out what God's got for you today, that you experience God through a personal relationship with the Son, Jesus Christ. And then, you know what? I, I thought about this. I got to give me a good drink on this one here. Of water. I'll make sure I said that on it. I was thinking, Lord, how can I really... You know, I love illustrations. I got to see stuff happen. And I thought sometimes, you know, at Christmas or whatever, or, or you get that present and you go, thanks very much, and you put it under your bed. Right? And then years later, you open it and you go, what is this? I got one of those. I thought about this and I said, you know what? That's real dust. It was on my side of the bed. Denise keeps it clean. But I had it tucked all up over. What, what is this? Can y'all see that right there? That's original bull out of dust, right? So I thought, my goodness, isn't that what we do so many times with, with uh, the gift of God? We just shove it away. We just shove it away. And I thought, man, what in the world's in there? I start looking. I said, oh, this must have been for my Christmas present because it's a lump of coal. <laughs> Amen. But you know what this really is? Grandma, you know what this is? You know what this is right here? Don't tell them everything. You did remember it. <laughs> no, I would. I would. She made this for me probably ten years ago almost. Because he is a, a package wrapper. You did good. I was almost teasing with you. I said, Grandma, I need. I need a box. I need a box because I want to tell people how good God is. She's like, What are you talking about? I said, I just need you to do the Grandmama wrap on it. 
Man, look at that boat. Perfect, even after all those years, right? Other thing I And so, you know, a lot of times, what is the old thing? You look in your stockings, it said they used to get coal and lumps of coal. This is going to represent that. You know, I did a little studying on, on some stuff, right? You know, and they say that coal is found in the deep part of the, the, uh, the ground. And, and, you know, coal, by the, by the pressure of the ground and everything and the temperature and the change and the molding can produce some pretty cool things. Matter of fact, it can present, go just like this and turn into a diamond after a while. And that's pretty amazing. You say, well, what does that have to do with me? See, a lot of times we feel like we're just this lump of coal. But I'm going to tell you what. When we put our life in the hands of God, and God continues to mold us in the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, He continues to work with us. Sometimes there's pressure on us, right? Sometimes there's tossing and turning. Sometimes there's things heat up a little bit, don't they? But I'm going to tell you what. He showed me. He says, I'm working all things together for the good. To make you and you and you and you and you and me everything we can be in Christ. Amen? So you know what? If you got a gift... Blow off the dust and use it for Jesus, amen? If you, got, if you never received the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ, today's the day you can. Because you know what? It costs him everything to give it to you. Don't walk away from my amazing gift of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen? Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, I thank you so much today for your word. And what really matters, can we say today, Jesus, you really matter. Your sacrifice is perfect. I need you. Or when we say this, what does it promise a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? Is it that we're getting stuck? Is it that we're seeing how many toys we can end up with? What is it? A bigger house? This? And I'm not against stuff if it's in the proper place. What I'm asking you today, right here, right now, is Jesus Christ in your heart. I'm asking you right here today, if you were to take your last breath today, do you know for sure that you would spend eternity with God? Because if you can't say that, there's only one other answer. If you say no, that means there's only one other place, and it's hell. For eternity. We don't stand in hell for 500 years and then they let us out. Time doesn't free us from sin. What frees us from sin is a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and his finished work on the cross, the shed blood of Christ. So if you're here today and you say, buddy, I just don't know if I go to heaven or not. I just ask you to look up here because I want you to know. I want you to know. The Bible tells us that we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in our heart that God, raise him from the dead, you will be saved. The scriptures that I talked about today, I pray you wrote, write them down. It's about having access to God by the grace of God. We're saved by his grace, by his mercy. But you know what? We have to ask him in to forgive us of our sin. And I pray today, if you're here today and you've never done that today, it's as simple as this. Trust Jesus for the finished work of the cross. Trust him. Ask him to come into your life and forgive you of your sin. I always like to take it a step further because you know what? Even as we walk it out, sometimes, man, we just get sidetracked. We, we, we choose bad. You know, if that's us, then we've been choosing bad. Lord, help me to get back on track. I need you. Today, Lord, I pray for each one here, each one that will hear this on, on the podcast. I pray for everyone that comes through these doors, past, present, and future. I pray today, Lord, that they know what really matters, Lord, that they know that you really matter. And I pray today is the day that they receive the greatest gift ever. And that's a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You can't measure up to it. You can't buy it. It's a gift. Open that gift today by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And everybody said, amen. amen. Get on a hand clap. Woo. All right. Well, you know, when we think about that message, we got a lot to praise about, don't we? 
We really do. So I'm going to ask you guys to, to stand if you like or just right where you are to lift your voices. And we are going to praise the Lord because we serve amazing, good God. Amen.